Welcome back to Little House of the Dragon. Your boy's back in town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lord Corey, uh, this is, of course, a sister podcast of the Putting On Airs podcast. We really appreciate y'all listening. Lady Kirby and, and Lady Laura held it down last week. So I've heard. Still haven't watched the episode. but Which is just honestly just a little hurtful. Well, okay. First off, I was telling you, number one, when I was in Vermont and all those places, we never, we were never at a place that had the capability to watch HBO. And I told Amber, I was like, well, maybe I'll just watch it on my laptop. And then I was like, dude, I don't want to watch such a grand scale show on my laptop. Like, that's not the experience I want. And obviously... Do you normally watch it on the TV? Game of Thrones. Oh, I thought you meant the podcast. <laughs> oh, the, no, I don't care for a grand I scale. Say, I watch it on my broken phone. <laughs> but I mean, I, I do watch on, on the big TV from okay. time to time. But I'm saying I wasn't able to watch the actual episode, yeah, and yeah, therefore I'm not going to let y'all spoil it for me. Yeah, oh yeah, no, you know I, I, I'm, I, I'm totally playing. I, I, was, I get it. I wasn't even able to check comments and stuff until I finally yeah, watched the episode. Hard. It is hard. And I did go back. I watched the episode, obviously. I went and checked the comments. They were all glowing reviews of Lady Laura and Lady Kirby's performance. So thank you all for tuning in. Even thank though, you. Even though your boy wasn't there. Um, your girl was. But I've told you off mic, and I truly mean this, me not watch, me not feeling the need to watch the episode is the ultimate compliment. I know. I'm, I know, and I'm totally, totally Because if fun. you were anyone else that was filling in for my role, I would have been like, I got to check in on this and yeah. make sure it's okay. And I, I didn't feel. Was, I thought we did pretty good. I didn't feel the need to do that, so I'm glad to be back. I had a wonderful vacation. This, uh, I would like to, since I didn't get to give my thoughts on the last episode, I'd like to do a quick, uh, yeah, quick yeah. rundown. Um, How many dragons? And five, all that. five dragons. Look, we just gotta, we just gotta understand at this point that the show's a five. The show's great. Like yeah. I'm. You know, I told you a couple episodes ago that I wasn't completely bought into this is better than the first season of Game of Thrones. Like, yeah, I've been bought into it. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't bought into it at all, mainly because, like, dude, I rewatch Game of Thrones almost more than any other show that I rewatch. Mm-hmm. And this season one is like, I don't know, it might be my favorite. Just and, and part of that is because I love Robert Baratheon so much, and it's the only time we get oh, to Bobby be with Bay him. Bobby Bay is the best. He is the best, um, but I wasn't bought into it until we get to the switcheroo with Lenor, and I was like, okay, we, yeah. did, we didn't get any of that. In well, do you think that first season of Game of Thrones would be better than the first season of House of the Dragon if Game of Thrones had the same budget for season one as maybe, House of the Dragon? Maybe. Because, I mean, you know, like... They weren't able to have big dragons and stuff. Yeah, what you mean... It wasn't in the story, so it didn't uh, of, matter. Of course. But, like, have you seen just the side-by-side of, like, the um, the tournament in Game of Thrones season yeah. one? Oh, yeah. And I mean, you know, the... It's hard to argue. Yeah, they, I mean, HBO, I'm sure, knew, like, this is going to be a good show, but they didn't know it was going to be a cultural they, phenomenon. They didn't have the money for... No. Right, you can never predict a cultural phenomenon, but I, I would say, so I actually, speaking of, of having the budget or whatever... I'm, I'm reading the Harry Potter books right now, and because of that, I'm after each book, I'm going back and watching the movie to see uh-huh. what they left out and stuff. Uh-huh. And I, so I just recently watched the first Harry Potter, uh-huh. and it's another example of like, man, you can tell they didn't have a budget at all. Yeah. But I still enjoyed it because it was kind of like, I don't know, kind of kitschy and campy uh-huh. being like, look what they're doing with practical effects uh-huh. instead of, you know, all this other stuff. But I don't know. It's hard to say. And it's also... Another thing that we talk about is like, if 
Game of Thrones never existed and this was the first, would it be the cultural phenomenon that Game of Thrones was? There's literally no way to decide. No. Because when this show came out, the expectations, it, the expectations were probably varied because it's like a lot of people were like, this is Game of Thrones, so I'm expecting it to be great. And then a lot of people are like, the last season of Game of Thrones sucked. I'm expecting this to be bad. Uh-huh. So I think that everyone should be well satisfied. The thing I wanted to point out that I wish that I had gotten to comment on was Lord Corliss's brother getting his head cut directly in clean, half. Clean off. Clean off. Blew clean your off. head smooth off. Yeah, like smooth off. It was crazy. And also how... How wonderful it was that he was like, I'll have your tongue for this. And he literally cut off everything but his tongue. It's just flapping. Yeah. I thought that was great. That episode was. Do you think that he knew, like, I'm not leaving this room alive. I'm just going to say what I want to say. Or do you Maybe. Because. Him and his brother. Man, the nerve. I was about to say, like, I don't know. At one point, you got to think to yourself, okay, you have to understand that when you're talking to a king like this, you could die. You know what I mean? But his brother stays doing that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, man. I think it was a case of like Icarus flying too close to the sun. Like I've gotten away with all this forever. And then not when Damon's around, buddy. How about the shot behind Viserys looking towards the throne when they open the door so to walk through? Oh, wonderful. He's going to win an an Emmy for that. If he doesn't, all right. I mean... Obviously, I mean, if he doesn't, I'll just have I'll send a main text. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I don't know who the other nominees will be, and I probably won't have watched that show. But like, there's sometimes when you just know, like Daniel yeah, Day Lewis, at with, least have a nomination. Like Daniel Day Lewis with Lincoln, you didn't have to watch any of the other performances mm-hmm. to know that like this guy, he did it. Like David is all. He was so good in that that we all were like, yeah, this is exactly how Lincoln was. Yeah. You know what I mean? We never yeah. heard. Abraham I was Lincoln. talking about how amazing it was, and I guess Mom isn't like a Viserys stan like I am. Yeah, and she's just like, which is okay, what? and I'm like. Mom, the physical strength it took to be so weak. Right. Like the physical. And vulnerable. Act, yeah, like literally like the physical element of of his acting in that role for that episode was just insane. He's just vibing with his four hairs on his head. I know. And just the sweetest. And I don't know how mom couldn't. Like, I don't see how anybody could not like him. Like he's got both. He's a great paternal character, but also he's got maternal instincts, and he's just Kelly sweet. doesn't like. I know. I heard either. her. I heard her saying that. She's like, "What do y'all mean that Viserys is pure?" And we're like, "Well, in the world where kings are tyrants, he is." Yeah, he's. I nice. mean, the only thing that we. I mean, the first episode with Emma having you, that. I mean that. The fact that he did not give her that choice that was totally wrong. And I mean, I was mad. No, but, you know, but yeah, right. That, that's true. I've even forgotten about that because of how much of a flip he does. Yeah. But you're right. We started out mad at him, uh-huh. but then we saw the humanity of him where he he clearly regrets that moment and just said that Rainier was his only kid. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So, all right, those are my thoughts on the last episode. Let's get into this episode. I'll yeah. do a quick breakdown from memory here. Yeah. So obviously. We are in King's Landing. The king is dead. We wake up and everyone has been informed. Allison gives a very genuine cry. Yeah, and she loved him. Because here's the thing. they like You don't actually see the king die in the last episode. It's all understood. Valley of my love. Right. It's all understood. So I was halfway expecting this next episode to open up with like us finding out that Allison had gone and put a pillow over his face. Yeah. Because I was waiting for that the whole time. I was like, okay. 
Oh, yeah. See, I didn't think that. Well, I just, you don't know what to expect in these shows. And like, you know, we've already been flipped by, we thought Lenore was dead and he's not. And then I'm like, okay, Allison, it's possible that she, in her brain, in her very complicated brain, yeah. that she could be like, look, he's going to die anyways. Mm-hmm. And I could just go ahead and get this over with. But then it's like, they wanted him to stay alive as long so, as possible. That's true, especially so that they could maybe get him to publicly say, I want Aegon to be king, which he didn't, right? So the scene, the show opens up, the king is dead, Alicent finds out first, and then of course, you know, all the little spiders go around telling everybody, and then I think we are directly in the chambers uh, with the small council, and... Yeah. I think a little, like, maybe giving away the game a little bit. Have they had those things with the balls in any other episode? I don't know. Yeah. What? 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 What is like? It's like a pool ball. It's. It's like I'm here. Like it, this it's, is. It's like a. It's like remember the, ma- yeah, we the have mouse. Yeah, the mouse. Yeah, the yeah, those are yeah, the best. Yeah, Dad mouses. had that mouse. He did. Yeah. He did. So I was thinking, I was like, okay, is this like a when you're in therapy and someone has the ball and they get to talk? Uh-huh. Like, do you pick up your butt? Like, so, so I immediately saw it because I was like, those I would have recognized because I thought the same thing. It looks like the mouse. Uh-huh. I was like, something's going on here. Yeah. I don't know what. And then of course we see, well, they needed uh, something for Sir Kristen to plunge Lord Beaselby's head into, which was we'll talk about it. Pretty aggressive. So that happens. Right after it's been made aware to everybody that the small council behind Allison's back and behind everyone's back has been plotting to get Aegon on the throne. Mm-hmm. So uh, Kristen kills the dude, the head of the King's Guard, who I really, he's got some real big dick bald energy. Oh, yeah. I mean, huge hey, God, mountain man. I, I love him and everything. He was an Outlander. Did you watch Outlander? Not yet, but it's on my oh, list. Oh, my gosh. He's we could do out- a podcast on that. Would you? Really? Would y'all like it? I mean, I'm in. Okay. Well, I mean, to, as 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 just with this show, you're gonna have to do all the work. But I'm I mean, in. that's fine. You know, literally, all I want to do is talk about my fandoms, and I feel like I just like say all this stuff, and Lloyd's just like, I mean, yeah. Did you see cops last week? We should, <laughs> Lloyd is her uh, <laughs> husband, who is a who is an insanely sweet and burly fireman. Yeah. Who. Uh, not all. He doesn't the, appreciate the arts like we he, do. I don't he, think <laughs> he doesn't have all the stereotypes of a big burly fireman, but he's got a lot of them. Which is like, yeah, but then like he like does beautiful sketches. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like he's a he's a more complicated person than what your stereotypical fireman in a movie would be. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, all of those things that you think about, uh-huh. he still has. He them. doesn't like any show that's like any kind of fantasy, Nuh-uh. anything like that. Cops, robbers, cowboys, Indians. Yeah, I mean, Tombstone's our all-time favorite movie. And that's fine. That's my all-time favorite movie, too. So, um, Otto, uh, let's see, hold on just a second. The small council and then the head Kingsguard leaves. And then they are sent to find Aegon because they're like, we're going to put him on the throne. We've got to find Aegon. We've got to act now. So, naturally, they go to the whorehouses. He's not there. We go, come to find out that he's actually at like some sort of bum fighting ring, and that he's got a bunch and, of bastards. And that and that he like frequents there, and he has his own son. Yeah, right. There, like, right. That's a whole nother level. Yeah, we'll, of evil. we'll get into it. So they finally find him. He's like, I don't want to go. I want the money. Uh-huh. So they take him back. Uh, they're discussing the coronation or whatever. Uh, Renice is confronted by. Allison. Allison. And she's like, hey, girl power, girl power. Mm-hmm. What if we just did this? Yeah. Girl power, girl power. Then 
I be- and Renice basically calls Allison a pick me. Yes, yes, she does. Like. So then, uh, yada, 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 we get to uh, the coronation. Coronation happens. And you can tell that Egon, who at first was like, I don't want to do this, is now pretty drunk with power, you know, holding the sword up. Yeah. And then Renice busts in with the dragon. And we'll we'll get into more detail about it later. Last one I expected, frankly. And when I went back and watched the episode, I was like, oh, they're making a show of her leaving. I just thought it was funny that literally it is like smashed in there. Like people could get trampled. And she just very easily just like... Yeah. Walks over to yeah. the side door right. like it's a movie theater. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, okay, so that's the uh, brief uh, brief overrun from my memory. Let's yeah. let's break it down. Okay. Let's break it down scene by scene and go. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to do that. I, I do it every week. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. And, like, I don't... I... <laughs> Um, all right, so we open up with Allison finding out from her maid that the king is dead. And she is very upset because... Did you think she was going to kill the maid? I keep thinking she's going to kill people. No, well, I mean, last episode I thought she was going to kill the girl that the egg on raised. Yeah, right. Me too. Yeah, I mean, and we which we talked about it in the last in our podcast, but it was that was a sad moment for her to really see how her son right. is the worst. Right, But... She finds out the king's dead. And, and she, she doesn't handle it like when Cersei found out her kid was the worst. She was like, and he should be. You yeah, know what I mean? But yeah. Allison's very bothered by it. Yeah, she's very bothered by it. Um, because, I mean, I see her as a good mom. Which, I mean, no, look, Cersei was like... A great mom in terms of loyalism. Yeah, like... But not in terms of raising a good child. Now, granted, you could say that about Allison too, but I don't think that... I think Aegon is just... Look, man, he was going to be what he was going to Like, Jeffrey Dahmer's parents couldn't have done anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, so she's upset because, let's let's be fair, she loved the king. Was she in love with him? No, obviously not. The they were good was, friends. Yes, they were loving friends, and they had a respect for one another. And we've said it the whole season. When it comes to an arranged marriage situation, it literally could not have been better for Allison. Right. Really worked out. Yeah, it worked out. So, yeah, she's sad. She knows, like, everything's about to change. Like, this, even if... Even if he hadn't have said that, like... Yeah. Even if, he, even if in her mind, she he hadn't have said, I want Aegon to be king, which he very didn't. Yeah. Uh, even if he hadn't have said that, every single time a king dies, there's always claims. Yeah. It's, there's never, like, even when there is a straight, logical line of succession, yeah. there's still going to be people like your Lord Coralises and his brother of the world that are like, yeah. I don't care. Like your Stannis Baratheons who are like, yeah. nah, don't care. So after that, we get to the King's Council meeting. Mm-hmm. She goes down there and, you know, she's disheveled. The Lannister guy just makes, did, did, was door attacked. Oh, yes. Well, <laughs> Why are we here at such an hour? That's literally exactly how he talks. Yes, I know. (laughs) So he literally is just always saying something he shouldn't say. And then he has this little awkward shuffle back to his seat when they're like, the king's dead. Yeah, well, then after Kristen nailed the dude in the face, he's like, "Mm, I guess we're carrying on with the meeting. Yeah, oh my God. And literally right when old dude said, this is treason, I looked at you and I said, well, he ain't living long. Yes, you did. I literally, I didn't know it would be that short of a time. I didn't know it was going to be that short, but I just knew like, 
more than likely the episode. But right. I didn't know it was going to be within five seconds. He was going to go, sit down. Yeah. And just, I mean. And on that note, do you think that he meant to kill him? Or do you think that he was just like trying to be really aggressive and that ball happened to be there? Because again, the ball just conveniently is there. It's like, hey guys, we're trying out a new ball system I today. No, I'm not sure because. He's, it doesn't seem like that'd be the way that he would kill him. Exactly. And he says, sit down. It's not like, uh-huh. it, you know what I mean? Like, sit down implies I want you to sit down and then us carry on. No, I want you to bleed from the ear until you're dead. Yeah. I mean, he just gets away with whatever. And then, of course, Otto shows his true colors. And one of the high council is like, uh, should we remove Lord Beaselby? Yeah. And Otto's like, the door shall remain closed until our business is finished. And it's like, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. That's like Nick Saban stepping over one of his linemen that's having a seizure <laughs> during practice, which happened. Did you ever hear about that? No, but I mean, that checks when out. Saban was at the Dolphins, one of his players was having a heat stroke, and everybody, and Saban literally stepped over him to continue the practice. I mean, when you sell your soul. Yeah, well, he didn't sell it enough because he sucked at the Dolphins. But either way, so Sir Kristen uh, kills the dude. But before that, Allison is so genuinely surprised to learn that they have been plotting this entire time without her. And she's like, what's the meaning of this? And Mm -hmm. and Unhomie even says, he goes, he goes, oh, it's... um, it was of no, what does he say? He goes, it was no concern of yours to, uh, for us to, for us to inform you of darkling, uh, conspiracies or something. I can't remember. But, was- basically, but basically what he was saying was like, oh, we've been doing some bad stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're, we know that this is Yeah, treason. and were they just like doing that whenever Lord Baysbury was still asleep or something? I guess, because he had He no, obviously was not involved. Right, exactly. They knew he was loyal. Exactly. To, so they had like a little shadow system. Yeah, they've already on. figured out who's loyal. I mean, just like Otto said, like, there's two people in the King's Guard that are loyal, or the City Watch, I can't remember which one, that are loyal to Damon. In other words, like, we we, we know who's on our side already. We, ha- we have had this escape plan not planned exactly so allison is then they're all going through the motions of like all right well now that Aegon is going to be king obviously we're going to have to deal with some fallout from that because i mean a lot of the lords and knights have pledged their fealty fealty Mm -hmm. to rhaenyra over the years and somebody makes the point they're like oh they're all half dead and it's like right but like you Uh can't just throw this on people and expect everybody to go okay whatever Mm -hmm. One of the things that Otto basically suggests is like, Rhaenyra is going to have to be imprisoned or we're going to have to kill her. Mm-hmm. And this is the moment you told me, you go, wow, Allison is such a complicated character when she's like, no, 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 we're not going to do that. Yeah. Because Cersei would have been like off of her head. Yeah, because Cersei literally is evil. Right. And she, Cersei literally was a bad person. Allison was not a bad person. She was a good person that's had to, make bad choices and once you have children too i mean things yeah you would do anything for laura james apropos of moral there's yeah there's no one on this earth i wouldn't kill for her yeah right yeah i mean that's and i know alice that feels that way but she also was like can we just not make it be that way right and also this is an allison who has just seen in the previous episode exactly what type of person Aegon is. So yeah. if she was true good, maybe she would have just forgotten what she heard. And also, on that note, do you think 
that she believed what was happening was actually happening? Like, do you think that in her mind she didn't realize that the king was trying to talk to Rhaenyra and not her? Well, at first I thought, oh, well, she's just putting, you know, two and two together and making 407. But then it clicked with me, no, she has no, literally Rhaenyra and Aegon, and I'm not Aegon, Rhaenyra and Viserys were the only two people on earth that knew about the Song of Ice and Fire. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah, why wouldn't she believe Why it? wouldn't she believe it when he talks about the prince that is promised? Yeah. And... Aegon. I mean, he literally says Aegon. But he also says the prince that was promised is you. Mm-hmm. And he says that to Alicent. So why wouldn't she interpret that as, am I supposed to be on the Iron Throne? Yeah. Which I, I'm i just I'm just saying, like, it's... I don't know. I just know that she. he literally said the word Aegon, though. That's true. So. That's true. But there's nine of them. Evidently, there's, there's only... There's only Aegon the Conqueror, Aegon Viserys the son, and then Rhaenyra decided to, like, you know, name her kid Aegon, which I just thought was unnecessary. complicated and unnecessary. Yeah, I just thought that was like, really? Yeah. So, what happens after this? The small council meets, and then, oh, homie, why'd they hang homie? Because he was leaving to go tell Rhaenyra. That's right. He they called him at the gates, and he was like, oh, I was because just going they had, out for some cigarettes. They had these lords in the um. The um, throne room. Yeah. <laughs> they had these lords in the throne room, and they're like, you're not leaving here until you pledge your loyalty. Right. Because one dude's like, I mean, I'm going to have to like go like holler at my house. Yeah, right. See what they think. See what everybody and, wants. Yeah, and Otto's, yeah, you, you're not leaving here until you, which I know it's like, you're damned if you do, if you're damned if you don't. Like, if they don't pledge their loyalty right now, to Aegon, then they'll be immediately killed. But it's like if they pledge it to Aegon, then later on, more than likely, Rhaenyra's banners are going to kill him. Yeah, for sure. And I have to assume that she has a lot of banners because, like I said, or like they said, people have been pledging fealty for her for 20 years. And fealty is not something that these people take lightly. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's not just their love of her. It's their, I mean, v- Viserys the right. Peaceful. That's he the first this. time we've heard the term Viserys the Peaceful, he was beloved. For sure. So anything he wanted, the people were loving. And even if even if Viserys truly meant what he said on his deathbed and like Aegon should be king, you can't just say to hundreds of thousands of people, hey, by the way, we know what we've been saying was going to happen for 20 years, but on his deathbed in front of only one person, very conveniently, right yeah. before he died, this happened. Yeah. And everyone's just going to be like, Oh, because if that was the case, then literally that's how they would do all of it. Mm-hmm. Like every single time, whenever a king died, yeah. the person yeah. that was in there would be like, by the way, they actually said that uh, they wanted me. Yeah. So yeah. you can't can't really do that. Uh-huh. So they hang homie. Then we come back and what happens? Uh, we come back to, is it Allison meeting with uh, Renee? I believe that is correct. Uh, she meets with Renee and she's just like, everyone knows you should have been queen. And Renee is just like... You know, here you are. I, you're smarter than I thought, but you're basically still letting a man tell you what to do. Doormat. Yeah, and Renice is just like, ain't, ain't anyone gonna tell me mm-hmm. nothing? Mm-hmm. Nothing. She is just a queen, the icon. A moment. Yeah. Allow, allow me to once again say that Renice was looking fabulous. There. I mean, this woman is chiseled out of marble, baby. She is absolutely. Beautiful. Yeah, I need. I think I say that in every episode we do, but I just think that she is just 
radiant. I don't think that we're going to have a moment like she had in this episode only to kill her next episode, but Game of Thrones has done wilder stuff. But I really, really hope that she is not only in season two, but is like maybe the main part of season two because I can't get enough of her on screen. I, I can't either. I can't either. She she is just amazing. But um, so Renice realizes like, oh, you're y'all are usurping the crown. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is January sixth stuff. Yeah, for sure. And um, right after that, um, did they find Egon before that or after? I think after that because it took them. Quite a while to find Yeah, it. so they're, they run out in the... Because we haven't even talked about that part yeah. yet. We did in the recap, but we have to talk about that part. Yeah, they realize that Egon isn't um, in the Red Keep. And so either Eric or Eric... Whichever one. Whichever one. So many twins in this show. Yeah, yeah. It, it was an epidemic. <laughs> it was an epidemic, for sure. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I, can't, I don't know which one it was. It was either one of them. We'll say it was Eric. We'll say, yeah, we'll say it was Eric. Um, he is like, uh, Egon. He's, he's like, hey, you got to go. Where is he? And he's like, weren't you protected to, weren't you, weren't you sworn to protect him? And he, he said something to the effect, of, the effect of he, um, he uses his power to get away from me. Yeah. You know, he, he, he uses his power to get away from me. And then I, I don't know what you, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, yeah, there is nothing. Like he runs yeah. away and yeah. I, I, it's like a dog. You yeah. Know? Like, like, I mean, I literally, I can't do anything. Like I, sometimes I have to go use the bathroom. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so he, he runs out. They go to the street of silk, which is, you know, just like the, 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 red, the red light, light district. district. Yeah. yeah. And you know about the red light district? You're not, I mean, I you're not Amber. Oh, you know, yeah, I mean I, I mean, I haven't visited there. Yeah, but, right, but I, Amber wouldn't have known that, is what I'm saying, and she's the girl I talk to most. Yeah, no, I mean, no, I know. I mean, but you know how I am. Chris, yeah. but, but, I mean, there's some people that would just, that can play Trivial Pursuit and just know things, and then there's some people that don't. That's true, and, and, and me that's, and you are in the former category. Yes, we are. But, um, so they go to the Street of Silk, and there's like a, they talk to a madam, and Oh, this was so funny. Um, so, Eamon is with Sir Kristen Cole because he's like, I'll go with you. Like, I know. He's sort of growing on me, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand him. Yeah, me too. Um, he's like, I'm going, uh, I'll go with you. Like, I know, I know what he does. So, he's telling Kristen Cole about how on his 13th name day, um, Egon took him to the Street of Silk. And um, <laughs> he basically says, just something. Um, that does not, um, I'm trying to think of the word. He, he said something to the effect of like, today you become a man or whatever. And he yeah, goes something to that effect. And he goes, what did he really say? He goes, he said time to get it wet. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then Sir Kristen Cole, you know, obviously he has gotten religious. It, it clicked with me when I was just rewatching it. He's gotten a little religious because mm-hmm. of his love of Allison. Right. And he said, a, a woman is a reflection of the mother and should be spoken about, about in, in reverence. reverence. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, yeah, you're so morally superior. Yeah, right. You're yeah. there on your pedestal yeah, killing Yeah, literally, he called Bernera see you next Tuesday. And killed a man and just, on a mouse. Yeah, and it's just terrible. Yeah, he's the worst. He's the worst. Like, he, like... So in the in Game of Thrones, when, like, you know, you see Jamie being the worst, but then he sort of redeems himself... There's literally nothing that Sir Kristen could do for me to be back on his team. Yeah, and he's the worst kind of evil because he's someone that actually thinks he is morally right. Yeah, he's an incel. Like, you know, like, oh, God, such an incel. Like, Joffrey was just like, I mean, 
obviously the most sadistic evil. But him and Ramsey Bolton, you know, tied. But like. <laughs> What? Rough contest. I mean, yeah. that's, that's Alabama, Georgia, and yeah. the national championship yeah. right there. Um, like he was just like, I want this is fun to me. I want to be evil. So Kristen Cole thinks that he is just like on this moral crusade. Yeah, and he don't hit. So they're down there in the the, the Silk Streets. They're looking for the White Worm uh, because she clearly holds all the information. And they go to the first brothel and they're like, yo, uh, has Aegon been here? And she's like, yeah, long time ago. He has since moved past this type of filth into yeah, a yeah. way more Yeah, he doesn't care about whores. He just likes to watch children with long fingernails and their teeth fall to points kill each, eat, kill each yeah, other. right, eat each other to death. I mean, yeah, He's on that level. Yeah, and then we learn... He's got at least one bastard. Right. Who I think they insinuate that they were like it's one of many. I think yeah, they like, said that. Yeah, they said Eric or Eric, either one, said, you know, more than likely there's more. Right. And um he frequents that place and also has his bastard son as one of the fighters. And this kid's five or six. Oh yeah, he was teeny tiny. He was little bitty, little bitty. I mean, it's literally like like large aims of size. Right. And um, so th we're like, okay, well, he is just the worst because I know that his bastard couldn't be like in line for the throne, but he could like take it back to the Red Keep and be like, hey, let him just grow up in the royal nursery with the other kids or, or something. Or at the very least, not file his teeth down yeah. and have him bite people to yeah, death. Like Honestly, anywhere in the middle of yeah, those like two he things. Set, he could at least set him up for a little bit more comfort. Yeah, right. Like, Robert Baratheon ignores his, and but that was still better than yeah. like, making them pit bulls. Yeah, I mean, I think Robert Baratheon might not have even known about all his. Probably like, not. I mean, he was just eating chicken legs, doing, doing the stinky leg. Making the eight. Yeah, yeah, just doing it. Do it to it. But, uh, yeah, no, Aegon's the worst. He's just doing that. And so they end up finding him. They, like, drag him from under, like, a table thing. And he's like, I don't want this. I don't want this. He's smacked out of his mind, yeah, too. Yeah. Oh, and the White Worm tells Otto, like, by the way, this is before they find Aegon. Because she ends up telling him where Aegon and is. And the White Worm was Damon's old yes. gal, right? Yeah, and I'm assuming... I don't know if he helped her get to power. Not that a woman needs a man's help, but in that world she, they kind of do. In that world, yes, yeah, she you need some sort of leg up, right? You know, because um, I mean it's a total class system. There, right. it's you know, but um, she tells Otto like I could kill him like a wasp on a flower or something, mm -hmm. something to that, and she's like, "You owe me." Like, in other words, I'm the reason he is going to be king. So right. you know. Run and tell that, homeboy. So Otto's like, I'll remember that, which means I'll try to kill you at least right. halfway through next season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so they get Aegon. Aegon's like, I don't want this. Like, no, I just want to fight my kids. Have my kids fight. Yeah. And, you know, just, you know, rape and pillage and do all that fun king yeah, stuff, but not yeah, have to be the king. As he should, obviously. Yeah, of course, as is his birthright. Yeah, as is his birthright. And um, Al sits like, no, fam, we got to do this. Don't know what to tell you, but we've already made quite the stink about it. Yeah, yeah. it's It's been a thing. And so they head back, and um, I don't know how many days have gone by, but they're just letting Viserys just rot. rot. Yeah, I mean, 
Don't get me wrong, Viserys was rotting plenty before he died, so there wasn't much left of him to rot away. Yeah. The poor soul, rest in peace, pour one out yeah. for a king. Yeah, pour one out. Well, they uh, get back. We cut to um, Renice. Uh-huh. Renice, obviously, they're going to kill Renice. Right. And uh, one of the Eric Eric's comes in and he's like, oh, I can't stand for this any longer. Gotta get you out of here. Girl. I gotta get you out of here. So he goes and gets her. You, when we were watching this episode and I was with you, were like, this is a trick. They're gonna take her somewhere and light the building on fire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, God, that would have been terrible. So they get, he gets um, her. They go through um, like the little like, you know. Underground well, system. Well, at first they go through the little, the common area yeah, right. at the Red Keep, you and know. And she's just got her hood up and trying to sees, look like a peasant. She sees dude, sees dude hanging. Yep. And she's like, oh God, you know. So she's just Kermit. Uh, Kermit, yeah, she's yeah. full Kermit. And full Kermit and she's just like going and um, we cut to like seeing a building on fire and I'm assuming what that was is her, her chamber right. on fire. Like they thought you were in here but luckily yeah. Eric Eric got you out. Yeah, so they take her, he takes her to um, the flea bottom or whatever and there's a huge crowd and they're going towards the dragon pit and um, so she's just like, oh, okay and they're just going fast and um, they all get to the dragon pit which, by the way, we did not talk about this Earlier in the episode, whenever Allison goes to tell Helena, who, by the way, obviously Helena, there's just no way she's not going to have the worst death ever eventually oh, yeah. because she's so pure of and heart. Sweet, yeah. She's sweet and too good for this world. So the worst thing's going to happen to her, without a doubt. So, yeah. I mean, very similar to um, Stannis' daughter, oh. um, Kareen. Shereen. Shereen. Oh, yeah. Shereen. It, it, it seems like we're getting set up. Yeah, that. we are. So, um, oh my God, that's a UPS. That just it scared, scared the crap out of me. I when you were going to Oh my it. God. Um, so, when Allison goes to tell her that her dad's dead, she cuts him her off and goes, there's a beast beneath the board. Yeah, right. So, and by the way, everyone just ignores her. Every time she's got some sort of prophecy, they're just like, huh. That Helena. Uh, yeah, Helena with yeah. her prediction. So they get to the dragon pit. Everyone's just all in there. And Otto's like, you know, the Saris of Peaceful's dead. We got a new king. Let's vibe. Let's holler. And, <laughs> and all the king's guard lines up and they're doing their stomping. They're doing their stomping. And in comes Egon and he's just like looking like the lead singer of my chemical romance, oh, sure just did. in his emo vibes. Like, I didn't know to be here, guys. Oh, come on. Yeah, and um, when I was a young, young boy, boy, my father took, took me into the, the city to see a marching band. <laughs> <laughs> he looks just like him. He does. So, he does that. He gets up on like, the stage, and if you remember... In um, Viserys' dream that he had many, 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 many years ago, whenever he was trying to get him a male heir, when he was still um, married to Emma, he had a dream of having a male heir that wore Aegon's crown. Mm -hmm. Well, if you noticed, at the crowning ceremony, they put Aegon the Conqueror's crown on Aegon. They sure did. So, so are you suggesting that this is correct? I'm suggesting that... He saw, in a way, what this was happening, happen. but he didn't realize that this was the road. Right. You know what I mean? Yes, I understand. Like, he had the actual 
he had the epiphany, but didn't realize that it wasn't that it was going to go down like yeah, because like after like he didn't have a you know the boy died and stuff with Emma. He was like, well, I guess I was wrong. Yeah, right. Yeah, because I mean, he even has that moment with Allison, um, that one episode where he's just like, oh well, I mean, I had this dream and. I just I I thought that it was true, and I am end up dying because of my selfishness. Right. So they go and crown him, and all of a sudden, Egon's just like, huh, huh, huh. And um, by the w- people that are just listening, we just punched the air three times <laughs> with our swords. Yeah, with, <laughs> with our, our fake swords. swords. Man, I wish we had a lightsaber or something. I know. I should have. We should. Uh, we have swords. Talk about just not being prepared today. I, I mean. know. We suck. Yeah, we do. So that happens. And then all of a sudden, which this is like the whole dra- dragon pit, which probably wasn't a good idea to have it in the dragon pit. No, I agree. It's a bunch of people. All of a sudden, the beast beneath the boards just busts up. And you can't, you say it's a dragon, but you don't. It ain't clicking. It didn't click with me. No, first. it didn't click. I, I thought like, okay, there's somebody shot wildfire at this thing, or yeah. like I don't know. Like I just wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah, yeah. Um. So all of a sudden you see a dragon, and people are dying. Yeah. Lots of, hundreds it, of people are dying. Thousands, maybe. Thousands, 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 people. maybe. Yeah. Innocent it's a, civilians. It's a terrorist attack. It's an absolute terrorist <laughs> yeah. attack. Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden it like becomes clear that it is Renee on this dragon. And it's like... Did you think it was Rhaenyra? No. I did just because she hadn't been in the whole episode. I know. And that's what's... I mean, I know. Or I Damon. Missed, I, I know. And I missed Damon. I did too. I mean, the episode was still good considering they were gone. But like, I need me some Damon. And well, and all of a sudden it's Renee, And we, we as an audience truly are. She is an icon. She is the moment. Mm-hmm. She is everything. And... I mean, I know as a viewer, there's no way she's about to Dracarys all them because then that would just be. No, but I still thought. I I was was hoping. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, I was hoping it was going to happen because, I mean, it should have. But, I mean, I'm. Then Helena would have had to die, and that would have been really sad. That's true. But unnecessary thing, I, I guess. if they could just do like a sniper Dracarys and just get What's Otto. What's so funny is literally she kills thousands of people just so she, her dragon can breathe its stanky breath on yeah, all of them. that's it. Just breathe your stanky breath. <laughs> yeah. And so the dragon, you know, all over them. And um, which if you notice before that, did you hear Allison say, get Helena? Like. Yes. Like. Protect her like right, at all costs. Protect her at all costs because I love her. And she's she, pure. She did absolutely nothing to deserve. Like yeah, else. that she she loves her. Allison's a good mother to her. Besides making her marry her rapist brother, which that uh, was right. Yeah, I mean that was a mistake. If we're in hindsight, I guess I would say probably would yeah. not make her marry the rapist brother. Yeah. Um. So that happens. Uh. Then we get Renee just. Out of the dragon pit, and we're it, done. it got out of that small hole very, very easily. easily. Like when we come back and we see that the hole wasn't really that big, I started thinking about the Pentagon on 9 11. I was like, there's no way a dragon could have fit through there. Like, you know what I'm saying? That was that was an analogy that you used. <laughs> it was an analogy that I used. Yeah. I was like, I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. So that was it. Um, What did we forget in the episode? We forgot 
about Allison using her feet as modern currency. <laughs> With who? Uh, Laris Strongfoot. Yeah. He's like, I'll give you some info. And she's just like, one suck at a time. <laughs> and so he has his little moment, which by the way, all the years of incest that we just watched, and we were just like, eh, eh, whatever. And then all of a sudden, no, someone has a foot fetish, and it's like, draw the line. <laughs> so that happened, and it was disgusting, and I can't believe that we didn't talk about it. Me either. Terrible. Yeah. I mean, I'll give every episode five dragons. It's five dragons. I think here's, yeah. here's what we need to do. The only thing, I mean, I just miss Damon in it. The only way that this ranking system is going to be right is I think that and by the way, this is the penultimate episode, which means after this, we've only got one more episode of Little House of the Dragon. I'm very sad. We're going to continue to do stuff. Possibly Game of Thrones. I think we said that we'd just do that. Yeah, Why Game not? of Thrones, Outlander, all of it. Well, no, I think Game of Thrones would make the most sense, but I have lost my complete train of thought. The very end where... Oh, 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 oh this, is, this is what I meant. The way that we're going to have to make this everything five dragons make sense where we can actually have a ranking is once this once the season is finally over... We need to go back and look at each episode and dis and and rank all of them in terms of like so one which, of them one of even ones? even though we've loved every episode one of them has to be our least favorite episode. Yeah, I think maybe we need to do an episode where literally we have like a a board behind us that's literally like 10 9 8 7 6 we'll like completely rank okay. every episode. Okay, so here's what I like. After the fi finale we have we then have a big grand finale episode ourselves that has nothing to do with the finale. It's separate from that episode where we talk about the entire season at large yeah. and make predictions for next season and again rank each episode. Yeah, I think that's the only way because like because again we've given everything five dragons so it's almost pointless. Yeah, but but there are ones that we like better. Like so far the Lanor reveal is my favorite episode. Yeah. Chef's, the, kiss. Well, chef's kiss. Think it's the uh -huh. best. Uh -huh. This one was Five Dragons too. We hope you enjoyed it, and we hope that you'll continue with us after this episode. But we one hundred percent will be back for season two of Little House of the Dragon. I assume it will be a very anticipated podcast. Yeah, in two thousand and twenty-four. Really? Yes. Oh, I might be dead by then. Oh my god. I know. Jesus. All right. Well, hey, but between now and then, you'll still have new episodes every Friday of Putting On Airs, the sister podcast of this podcast. Mm -hmm. You can find it wherever you get your podcast. Please like, download, subscribe, tell all your friends, leave us a five-star review. It takes you two seconds, but it helps us out a lot. Or you can watch that and all these episodes at watchpoa.com. And remember, if you would like to get all the other stuff that I do, uh, ad-free and whatnot, you can go to parttimefunnyman.com, which is where I'm going to be focusing all of my energy for the next two years at least because I just found out I'm having a baby and I want to be a daddy. So, love y'all for Lord Corey and Lady Kirby. Peace. Peace.